Welcome back. Welcome back. This is Kat. And this is Cherry. And you're listening to Keeping It Creepy with Cherry and Kat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, today's episode's a little different. We're going to do a mini-sode since yes. we didn't have anything prepped and ready to roll out. Uh, but we thought we would take a minute and just kind of talk about horror in general and how we approach it. Yes. Love it. So in preparation, the only preparation I did for this recording today was um, I previously read a book. Uh, you all on the podcast, the listeners don't know, but I am attempting to write a horror novel, which is harder than I thought it is, mostly because I like scary things, but I don't think scary thoughts. Mm-hmm. It's a problem. So um, in this book called Writing in the Dark uh, by Tim Wagner, where he talks about how to write horror, sort of. He says that there are five emotional states that horror writers use, but I think it applies to like movies, anime, etc. Definitely. And the five emotional states are dread, terror, horror, shock, and disgust. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, same. I highlighted it not so much for my own writing, but I was just like, yeah. Yeah. Like all of those things are like the things that I look for in a in a horror of any kind. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because the question you said was, like, what is horror? Right. Essentially, but in our our opinion. Yes. And to me, I really thought about it. To me, like, I had to think when I watch something, what, what makes me consider it a horror versus a thriller? Because there are a lot of things that are called thrillers that maybe should be called horror. Or vice versa. Or vice versa. Yeah, it's sure. called horror, but it's not really horror. But most horror fans are like, that's not really horror. And I think the difference is are those feelings. Like something being suspenseful doesn't make it horror. No, not necessarily. No, because everything should have some level of suspense, but like it's the disgust and the terror or the implied terror that I think really makes a difference. Yeah, Yeah. okay, that makes sense. Yeah. For sure. Okay, I like, yeah, I like that definition. Because sometimes I feel like when I watch a horror movie, it's like a horrific situation, but I am not experiencing like a genuine concern Yes. for the participants' um, physical or mental or whatever well-being. Right. And I think that makes a huge difference is like, if I don't care, if you didn't make me care about these people, then... I can watch them be bloodied and not you know, I think that, <laughs> have any emotions about and it. And I think that's another thing for why I'm I'm very critical of like, I guess like torture porny kind of yeah. stuff is it just, I feel like you didn't put in the work to make me care about this. Mm-hmm. And so once you're showing all these horrific acts, there is no suspense or dread because I know that you've, Eli Roth, just kind of set up <laughs> um, these cardboard cutouts to be brutalized. And so why get attached? Exactly. Because you're not attached in any way. Like, I mean, as a woman of color, let's just use Hostel, for example. Mm. I didn't care about those white boys. No. So it didn't bother me that they were being horrifically murdered. I mean, not that anyone deserves to be horrifically no, murdered, no, no. but like- I didn't care about these people, so... Right, if you don't put in the work, I guess, as the content creator to make your characters or character situations, like, interesting to me, then I don't go for it. But it's kind of a weird... I have a hard time engaging in any kind of media that does this. Like, right. it's always sunny. Has some very funny parts. Yes. But I cannot watch that show no, as a show. They're terrible people. Because I don't care about any of these people. <laughs> I don't people. care about any of these people And now. it just kind of... <laughs> I'm not invested. And I... And... As someone who, like, personally, I don't like exposition. I'm mm-hmm. the kind of person where um, if I can be 20 minutes late to a movie and I'm going to go in, I'm going to sit down, I'm going to enjoy myself, and I'm going to be perfectly fine because I feel like I didn't miss anything. But at the same time, you still have to make me care about the, the people that right. I'm supposed to care about. Um, speaking of, like, 
torture porn, I always think of like Saw. Mm. Like Saw didn't do a great job at making you care about the characters, but they tried. They did. To give you enough backstory. Just because like, I didn't like the characters right. didn't mean I didn't get to know the characters. Exactly. So I know, I understand why like Carrie Ells is like yeah. a doctor and what he's going through and how he ends up. But I, I also still didn't really care about him as yeah. a human being. But that makes a huge difference, I think, in whether something, whether horror is good horror. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It can't just be like horror for horror's sake. Yeah, but... Yeah. but- on the on the other oh, hand, yeah. <laughs> some of my favorite like teenagers stuck somewhere or young people stuck somewhere slasher style yeah. is when you don't really like anybody. <laughs> True. And sometimes that can be kind of fun too. So I guess it's kind of a fine line. Because there are instances where I'll watch something and I'm just I'm just in it for, for the fun of it. Yeah, all oh, like thirteen ghosts. Yes. That's me and thirteen ghosts. Like I get it. We're supposed to care about this like fa- this like single father and the mother died and all that jazz, but like I kinda don't. I mean like I feel bad for but him. I did like, like Tony Shalhoub though. Yeah, so but he's just a good I just like him in general. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I feel like you already got that like inherent maybe it's something that you get to skip a little bit when you have a scream queen like uh, like Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, that's true. And you're already like, oh, hey, Jamie Lee Curtis. Right, and you true. already have she kind of an emotional connection. She could mean anything. Yeah. I'm going to love her because exactly. she's Jamie Lee Curtis. That's a good point. And so, like, because her as a real human being surpasses whatever maybe poor character development is there. Yeah. And so I care about her. And so then it makes it different. That's true. Maybe. And then sometimes I think it can be like a nice twist. Like when someone that you think you like, you end up, you know, ends up being the bad guy Yeah. or someone that you hate ends up doing something really cool later yeah, on. Yeah. Um, so I, I guess role reversals can still be part, but all of that is like playing with your expectations, right. I guess. Mm-hmm. So without, without those special exceptions, if you don't make me invest in the storyline, then I'm not going to be invested in the deaths either. Right. Exactly. Which is like a major component of, any story is yes. that I have to care about these at least one of these characters. Right, and their resolution. And their resolution and their arc and where they're going. Because if they're just fodder for the, the whatever the monster is yeah. in the story, then okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I won't watch your movie because I... Oh, no, I totally will. I also do love horror for yes. horror's sake. I mean, we watch some of the worst. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and sometimes I'm pleasantly surprised. Yes. So, you know, it's it's worth a shot. I think I like horror because it's almost as formulaic as comedy, but less cringy somehow. Yeah. And so when they when it defies expectations, I enjoy myself. When it kind of follows the formula, it's comfortable. Right. Like, Which is funny because I feel like comedy lovers would think that horror was cringy. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but no, like I hate I get <laughs> I get I suffer from um like sympathetic embarrassment. Oh me too. So I think that's why I can't watch comedy because the whole thing in comedy is like oh they're gonna do these really goofy embarrassing things for the laugh and yeah. i don't feel the laugh i feel i'm sympathetically yeah. embarrassed i so even I actually feel embarrassed for the actors acting it out yeah. sometimes even <laughs> understanding that that's not a real scenario so i tried to break myself of that it's so bad but i was like when quarantine first started i was like i'm going to train myself out of sim- secondhand embarrassment so i tried to watch the office like oh. just straight like power through and i got through almost the first season i it was killing me i killing my me. second go round with the office because i do love the show yeah but it's, like, it's great everybody's great in it's it the it kind of show where parts. like when i was alone there were times when i would just change the channel yes we're I, fast forward i, 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 I could not experience <laughs> 
I couldn't stand to experience what was about to happen. That's like, so funny. So I'm like, oh, I gotta fast forward this part. Like, but my second go round, when I knew the whole story, uh-huh. then it was a little better. A little bit better. Helped, but like, yeah, but like I don't get that with horror. Yeah, I don't. One because people aren't really doing things that are, I guess, embarrassing. But also, I would, I, I think, I would sadly rather be terrified than embarrassed. Hmm. Which I had not thought about. Until I right hadn't now. either. Because wow. you, you know me. Okay, listeners, you all don't know, but I am the person who, um, I am like, if you run a haunted house, I am your prime demographic because I will come to the haunted house knowing full well what's happening. And I want it to be gross and terrible and scary, but I am going to scream myself hoarse <laughs> From the moment I step across the threshold to enter all the way out. Yeah. And I want you to know, cats telling me the whole time, stop screaming. They're going to target you. <laughs> they are. I know you're getting worse. I know you're going to target me, but I also cannot help myself. That's like, fair. That's I, fair. I cannot control it, but I I will go into your haunted house. I will run from an embarrassing situation. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That maybe that's my horror movie. It's just someone being Sheer embarrassed. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I have a really hard time. Because even even when characters do something embarrassing in the context of a horror movie, they're usually immediately punished. Yes. So whether they get killed or something bad happens That's to them true. or it's like a social issue, like they get, you know, outcast or whatever. Right. It's usually an immediate... I think maybe it's like a balancing of scales. We got that with a lot of like revenge mm, okay. type thing, uh, type, type horror movies. Yeah. So maybe, maybe it's just like a more... Maybe. Maybe that's what I need. Maybe. <laughs> because I can't, I cannot watch someone be embarrassed. Yeah. But I could watch you have your eyeballs scooped out with a spoon. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It's not like I don't like to laugh. I love, like, stand-up comedy, I think, is really fun. I literally always laugh. Yeah. And, like, everything makes I, me laugh. I love jokes. Jokes are great. Like memes. But I just can't, I can't sit through cringe comedy. Can no, you do it? No, I can't do it. It's terrible. But I can sit through the grossest, bloodiest, yeah. weirdest horror anything yeah yeah it worries my mother (laughs) you know what shock that's a good one to kind of bring up because when i think of shock and the things that are shocking in a horror movie it's rarely physical violence that's true like something because those i feel like those excessively violent horror movies they usually let you know right off the bat they're going to do something shocking and so you see something and you're like oh it's that kind of movie and then unless you're really unfamiliar with the genre other than being like, wow, that was a good special effect. Yeah. You're not really going to have too much of a <laughs> kind of moment. That's true. It's rare. I, so I went a long time without that sort of <gasps> kind of moment. Yeah. Until uh, The Grudge, the American Ooh. one. And I saw it in, I, which I always watch movies in theaters, mm-hmm. you know, pre this, what we're, what's happening in the world right now. Um, And that was the first time in a very long time that I had watched a movie through my fingers. <laughs> um, and I was like simultaneously, I mean, I was embarrassed at myself because no one's paying attention to me in this right. movie theater. But like, I, I can't, I wish I could, it was the scene where, and I'm, I think this is the first one where something the, like the woman turns around and her entire bottom jaw is gone. I think that's the first one. And that's literally the, when I think the grudge, that's the scene that comes to my mind is this woman, she's like going, she's like in a building going down like a short staircase and she turns around and her entire, and my hands went on my face and they were, my hands were on my face for the entire rest of the movie. And I'm sitting here like, I really want to watch this movie. This is a really good movie. I am absolutely terrified right now. What is happening to me? Like I had not experienced that sort of, 
that level of like anxiety or like my pulse was racing. Like that I do, was, I do the neck thing. The neck. I cup, I cup I, my neck with my, with my palms. Like that's the, that's the cue for me being like, Oh, oh this is a lot. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, I, my hand started at my neck but and Nick it creeped up my face. And then I watched the whole rest of the movie through my fingers because oh. somehow my hands on my it's face is just it's right? The, right it's the can't, you can't see, I can't see you you can't see me that's right <laughs> that's protecting from the ghosts is hiding under the blankets like yeah that was that that was the first time in a long time I had been just like genuinely horrified yeah. terrified in a good way oh yeah like I love that feeling like I want that feeling yeah it is it's a rare it's rare for a horror movie to scare me which seems weird because I like being scared and I like horror movies so you yes. would think that I would feel like they're not efficient but I still enjoy them somehow right because well any time I mean that's a good point I don't know I do still enjoy them I enjoy them more when they surprise me yes okay but I do still I really enjoy like any just anything. Yeah. Is it labeled horror? Oh, well, let's play. I'll probably like it. I'll give it, it a shot. I'm Absolutely. Give it a shot. You'll call it a try. I know. Um, I was going to say something. It'll come back. Uh, but yeah, I like it. I like to be surprised. Yeah. Yeah. And usually, and not by jump scares. No. No. Those That's are cheap. where I was going with that. Yeah, jump scares are cheap. And honestly, the things that usually make me jump are not the... Not the thing. Usually, it's the music's fault. <laughs> when I, I hate that that American trend of the like dun, dun, yes. when something happens, it's completely unsubtle. I'm not. It's yeah. No, I prefer the which I think is why we are both prefer like Asian horror, mm-hmm. Korean horror, Japanese horror because you get that like oh you know this place is haunted so this character's walking through where's the oh my god they were just in the corner like yes completely just surprise just there quiet surprise they're just always there like they belong there yeah like you're in my space and that to me is so much more unnerving yeah than the like america that whole american that time period where every american horror movie the ghost like had that weird like shaky like head moving sort of like yeah i was like i don't need the like Mm -mm. i don't need the like ghost seizures that's not (laughs) no that's not scary that's not weird like just creep me out by just existing in a space yeah and like when the camera doesn't acknowledge that there's something in the corner and you see that you just have to find it for yourself yeah (laughs) that scares me so yes, much more yes it does than. oh i love it it's like it's like a creepy eye spy right yes well, you yes. have to like rewatch and be like did i see oh did i, I see the goal oh, <laughs> oh my god oh which is why i enjoyed uh house on haunted hill yes was because you know you still would see those videos on like facebook or whatever that would be like oh how many ghosts did you see in this episode yes. and i'd be like i didn't see any oh my god why well, didn't see any ghosts and then i i feel creeped out because i do believe in ghosts in mm-hmm. real life even though I, I don't know religiously i shouldn't but whatever i do right totally believe in ghosts and demons and spirits and so the idea that like something could be there and i not notice is i mean just... why not have a a healthy acknowledgement that this could be a thing in the world i just i feel like we've seen enough horror movies to be like that's a reasonable attitude to take yes and right? as a born and raised christian i do believe in satan which implies that I, which means that i should also believe in possession and demons which possession movies are the worst for me because of my very strict religious background. Right. I do believe in Satan and I wholeheartedly believe in like demon possession. They almost always have such a downer ending. Like I can, I can count the number of possession movies I've seen where it turned out okay for it. Even just the main character yes. on like one hand. Yes. They usually, well one is because they usually always like expel the demon and I'm kind of like, 
I mean, that doesn't have to happen all the time. I appreciate a scary movie, a horror movie, when the good guy doesn't win. I kind of almost prefer it, maybe because you don't see it so often, yeah. that the demon gets to just possess someone else and continue on, or that the bad guy wins and everyone's dead at the end of the movie, except for the killer. Like, like the ruins mm. at the end yes. of the movie, at least we see Jenna Malone's character drive away and she's infected. Yeah. And so we know that they didn't win. No. Right. That she escaped. Sure. But now she's just going to spread it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like that's, I prefer that. I do like it. Okay. So I like that with the caveat that I dislike the ones that glorify the killer. Okay. Because I, I love slashers. So yeah. don't get me wrong. I, I, I will see any Chucky, any Michael Myers, any like, keep, keep them coming. I'm, I'm here for it. Yeah. But also like you, I, you can't, I think this, the, like, this is like a Rob Zombie thing. Okay. Like I don't like going into a movie where your best developed character is the murderer. That's I'm, fair. I'm not interested in just seeing, cause then it's just, it's just tor- It's just more torture porn. Right. Um, and I don't want to like this person. Yes. And uh, we like the, or at least I like the slasher type killer because they're, not human. They're right. 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 They're they're bit bigger than human. They're they're. It's like running into a demigod or something yes. crazy. Like mm-hmm. you're just horribly unfortunate. And maybe you'll be able to put a put a pin in this, or at least <laughs> just get away for yourself. Right. But that's as much as you can that's possibly you want. Can yeah. And when you just have like a killer who just ends up getting to be super lucky and 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 do what he wants, it, it's a little bit too close to, like, serial killer ideology, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's like, oh, but people do this, and they do pick people who won't go miss, that they, nobody will notice go missing, and it just, like, it gets kind of, feels kind that's of icky true, to That's true, that's true. And they just get away with it because they're lucky, and not because they're... it's almost always white men who write them. It and is. I just feel like it's a white male murder power fantasy oh. when you sympathize with the killer over nameless huge groups of usually hot young girls. Good point. Yeah. Yeah. That's so that bothers me. But I, if, when you establish them as like, this is a, a, a superhuman monster with, you know, maybe they have a backstory, maybe they don't, but they're, they're a relentless hurricane-like murder force. Yeah. Then I can get behind that. Which makes sense because we don't really understand, or at least they don't put it into the storyline, what keeps them powered, yeah. so to speak. And so I then, like that better. So you can't really get rid of a, a thing without understanding the power behind yeah. it anyway. So it makes sense that like they would just continue And, on. and yeah. I love the temporary murders. Like you, you killed this until next time. Right. Like, I, I think that's great. <laughs> or like a Deeper's Creepers where you're like, we don't really understand the thing. No. But it comes out, it kills, it goes back. Right. It's, it's got a timeline. It'll, it'll be back. You know, on on like time. cicadas. Yes, Ooh, I think this is the year for <laughs> this them. This is right? the year. Terrified. Yeah. So I once have... we can all go outside in the summer, uh, don't cicadas. Don't. I experienced <laughs> cicadas the last go round, mm-hmm. and it was mm, an experience. Yeah, I don't, um, I don't like bugs anyway, <laughs> no, and okay. which is weird because I like to go hiking, but I just <laughs> try not to think about that. Part. Right. Just pretend <laughs> that they're not out there. Yes. Um, what you said about slashers made me think about the one horror novel I read that like changed my life mm. and I mean it's not by Stephen King even though I am a major Stephen King fangirl like I mean he's like one of those people where if I actually saw him in real life I'd probably faint <laughs> like people did with Michael Jackson because that's how much of a fangirl I am but it's Intensity by Dean Coots oh because it oh that title was apropos because I was stressed the fuck out from like page 10 it's not no spoiler it is about a uh woman who um, she, okay. I, it's been a while since I read it. I refuse to read it again because I was so stressed. That's fair. But essentially she, um, 
is like, I don't remember if she gets caught by the murderer or if she hears about this murderer and like somehow comes across him, but she ends up like in his RV and there he has a girl and she decides that she's going to make it her mission to like, I want to say she was caught by him and she escaped, but she hears he has another girl and she's determined to like, not only make sure he gets caught, but save this other girl. Mm. And the entire book is her escaping him and going back and escaping him and going back and escaping him and he almost sees her and he almost gets her and she goes back and she escapes him and she goes and I was just like the whole time I was just like if this oh, man. bitch doesn't just like I understood her motivation right. to like save this other woman and get this man caught but he had been killing for years and like I was every time she's like oh he almost saw me phew he didn't see me I'm gonna go oh wait he's about to leave let me go get back on the RV and I'm like no don't get back on the I was sweating like I couldn't I couldn't read that book for like longer than 20 yeah. minutes. And that is the f- the only time a book has managed to like create that like watch through your fingers intense like anxiety for me. Like usually, I mean I have a really strong imagination. Yeah. But usually I can like read a book and like put it down and it's fine and I'm enjoying it, but I'm enjoying it for the plot more than the but like that one I felt I've never had a, <laughs> a book like cause such an emotional reaction for me. Like that was amazing. And I've read his other stuff and it's good, but it's yeah. not, it's not. I've read, yeah, I read quite a bit of Dean Coots for a little while. Um, I haven't read that one in particular, but there were a couple that was like, whew. And I think, yeah. I think what I liked about the ones that I did like of his is that they felt very like grounded in the real world like there were a lot of yes incompetent cops and there yes. were there's a lot of sexism there's a lot of like misa- you know just yeah. like little things that kind of set it up where yeah you could see why they would have to do it this way i i can't even remember the title of it but there was one about a girl who's um she's like a writer she's a horror writer i was <laughs> like reverse Stephen king <laughs> I love it. and she's a horror writer and she is like she'd like it's so high up that she directs her own movie adaptation. Okay, okay. Or whatever. Like Stephen King. Yeah, <laughs> and so some guy stalks her and tries to hurt her. And even though she is super famous, super rich, super well-respected, everyone just treats her like trash. No one oh, believes her. Yeah, like, right. And all these things happen to where they kind of should believe her, but it's just ambiguous enough that if you already had a guy who was like, I don't like this rich bitch like ordering me around right. that they could sweep it under the rug mm. and so by the time it gets to where she's got to like have a dramatic confrontation you're like god i hate this but yeah. i understand why i understand it. yeah <laughs> and that's, that's the same thing with intensity like the killer who's been killing all these years it wasn't that he was superhuman or super smart or anything no it's just he always like picks people in small towns he picks people that others wouldn't really notice missing like the girl that he gets yeah, people know that she's missing, but again, she's the kind of person where like she there are people looking for her, they know she's gone, but at the same time, she's not like the pillar of the community. You know what I mean? So yeah. like, yeah, it's like, oh, he's gotten away with this for so long because he chooses his victims wisely, not because he's so the idea that like, oh yeah, he could totally kill you, but you could also, I don't know, tell the cops about him. I don't know. I was stressed out for this woman. That's fair. The entire book. And it like makes me sweat talking about it. <laughs> like I can't even See that is that's a good key of horror is that when we're so invested that I'm getting chills. Yeah, like that's like my anxiety spikes just explaining the plot <laughs> to you. <laughs> and that's that's great, but you know, but think about the kinds of like the kinds of films 
that actually speak to us. Yeah. It's like, they're, they're so personal. They're so personal because I would not be that girl in the RV, Mm-mm. but I would, I would want to be, I would want to save the other yeah. woman. But dear Lord. But I don't think I could. I don't, I don't think, think I could. No. I don't think I could force myself to sneak back on. I'm not that brave. I don't think right. I could be like, oh shit, he almost got me. But let me not let him leave my sight. Right. Yeah. I don't think I could. I don't think I could be a final girl in a lot of those scenarios. No, I, I don't. I know I couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> I would want to be. Right. But. And aside from being brown. But. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> There's that. The likelihood of one of us being the final girl is yeah, it's low. Pretty, it's pretty low. Already, it's but. Pretty low. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I always, so this is not, it's kind of horror. So the joke that my husband always, and I always tell is that uh, in the Walking Dead situation, mm-hmm. I am Carol and he is Rick mm. because my husband likes, he's an extrovert. He likes to gather people. He's always like saving the damsel in distress and like, you know, gathering the misfit toys. And me, <laughs> I'm like, is that a bite on your arm? You say it's not a bite. It looks like a bite. I'm going to kill you now. Yeah, just everyone, gotta be safe. Everyone say your goodbyes. I'm going to yes. shoot. I will, I'm going to take her out back. <laughs> and I might be sad for you. I'll put a little flower when I bury you in the ground. But mm-hmm. I'm not. But you, when you're not coming with us. Like, that's just. I I am that person. But also, I don't think I'd be the final girl. Besides the fact that, like, I'm, I'm just not in shape. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not even overweight. I am just out of shape. Yeah, that's fair. My cardio. It's. Yeah. I mean, I'm still running like a, a two-digit digit mile. Like, I mean, it's not happening. Right. You learn it in zombie land. Rule number, <laughs> it's rule number two, two? Cardio, cardio. I think rule number one is the double tap. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Absolutely. It's, it's important. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I think maybe we get that hearty dose of skepticism, which seems like it should pull us through to the end. Yeah. But then also, we're not able to, like, distinguish between like friend and foe do you know what i mean right. like i feel like if i was in these kinds of situations i'd be like don't nobody even fucking look at me nope. like i don't trust none of y'all bitches i'm on my own yeah <laughs> don't don't come near me closed door mystery uh no we're not together mm, goodbye. <laughs> goodbye i'm gonna barricade myself in a bathroom <laughs> yep you can find your own bathroom yes um, you have fun and maybe when this is over hopefully you're still around right yeah now. great you know we'll get coffee it's fine <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am completely selfish in these situations. Um, the only one coming at my child because he's little. Yes, and absolutely. Can't be the killer. No, so there you fine. go. No. Yeah. <laughs> just strap him on. He's I'll strap him on. We'll run, and everyone else will just have to keep up. I guess. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't stick around. I'm not opening that door. I don't care what that noise is. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, don't want to know. Don't want to know, especially if it's a ghost. Because I do believe in ghosts. Which is great and terrifying at the same time. Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. It is. As someone who also believes in ghosts. Yeah. Like, I believe in ghosts just enough. Right. Like, I believe in ghosts enough to be like, mm, let me Google a property that I'm trying to buy because <laughs> yes. I don't need spectral ghosts. Did anyone die here? Like, the no, house. No headless ghosts. The no. house we live in. I know someone. I know for a fact that someone died on this property, but it was also my great aunt. So I'm okay with right, ghosts. Right, right. That's different. That's okay. My Also, my son, at a very, I mean, he's starting to wane, but when he was younger, he used to talk to a woman that only he could see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, I'm hoping it's my aunt and I'm just going to let her stay. <laughs> I just, I feel like I can have like an open, honest, heart to heart conversation with anyone that may be lingering wherever yes. I live, where it's like, look, you you live your life, your afterlife. I'm going to live my life. Yes. Um, If you could do me a favor, I don't want to see you. Right. I don't want to hear you. I don't want to, hear you. I don't want to communicate with you nope. at all. 
The I cat may occasionally acknowledge your presence. That's fine. You play the cat. But yeah. I'm going to pretend that the cat isn't looking at you. No. And I'm going to look in the other direction. Yes. We're yes. going to pretend. Going to go this that way. That's, I, that's something that needs to stay in the realm of the fictional. <laughs> um, I actually get really scared of... That's like a... Ghost stories, I think, are my thing. Like, that that will freak me yeah. the fuck out. Because... <laughs> What what do you do? <laughs> yes, what do you do? What do you do? What do you, I hate a ghost story where at the end it's not a ghost. Yeah, me too. Like I kind of want it to be I a want ghost. I want it to be a ghost. I want it to be a ghost. That's it's different from like demon cuz that that's a fine line. I'm okay with that. That is a fine line. Yeah, I'm okay with it not being a demon. Yeah. I want it to be a ghost. Yeah. Yeah. Even if it's the kind of thing where like it's a ghost and you do the thing where like, "Oh, you find their body and bury their body and now they're not an evil ghost." Right. I'm okay with that. Yeah, absolutely. But I I like haunted houses. I like haunted house stories. Yes. They're always like they're always the creepiest. They're pervasive. They're they make you feel sympathy for the ghost and the person being haunted. I just love I love I love a, I love a good ghost story, but they also freak me the fuck out. They do because I watch the movie and then I go home or I turn off my TV if I'm watching at the house and I roll over to go to bed and I'm like fuck this. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like and and now I need to watch two hours straight of Golden Girls yes. to like <laughs> yes, change Golden my Girls. to change my interior. Like I got I have an hour before bedtime. <laughs> no. No really creepy stuff. Yes. Like I can't. That's what I had to learn. And uh, it was around about college because in college on campus, we didn't have cable. So I could only watch like sitcoms and all of that mm-hmm. jazz. And then I would come home, watch a boatload of like scary shit on HBO and then not be able to sleep. Yes. And that's when I learned, oh, okay. So I have to watch like at least two episodes of yes. Golden Girls. An hour buffer. And then I will sleep perfectly fine. But if I don't do that, no. then I'm, I'm dreaming my entire, whatever I just watched. Absolutely. I'm dreaming the whole thing over again. It's terrifying. It is. It is terrifying. <laughs> I think, and this wasn't a, a movie thing, but it was a book thing. My mom went down to like New Orleans with uh, my stepdad and they, they had like a nice little weekend or week there. And when they came back, one of the things she bought me was a huge book of ghost stories. And it was like a huge compendium of like all these haunted places and like eyewitness accounts of like what, and you could go visit them. We went and visited one of the places on there years later. Yeah. It was a, a restaurant. Mm-hmm. I want to say it was called Ashley's. Been around for a while. It's in the South. And you, um, the ladies restroom was haunted. And so you would like be in the bathroom and you would like hear someone moving around oh. in the stall and then there would be nobody mm-hmm. there. Or yeah, if you no. glanced over, you would see really old fashioned shoes. Oh. Um, because it was like a really old restaurant. Yeah, yeah. And my mom made me go to the bathroom. <laughs> she made me. She's like, yeah. <laughs> drove all this way. I didn't see anything, but I also like used the bathroom with like hand blinders. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like I don't want to see I don't want to see nothing. It was good to pretend. I can't even. So um, a shout out to Marlo, our friend Marlo. Hey. Um, he also likes horror and he um put me on to creepy pasta mm. which is a reddit but there's also like a whole bunch of youtube channels I where they like creepy pasta read the stories okay well um so i i only really get youtube time when the kid is asleep so mm-hmm. that's like 10 p.m. to like 11 30. Oh, that's the I worst time to be watching creepy yeah, pasta <laughs> i did it two, i did it one night and i was like mm, yeah no i can't no i'm never gonna some sleep. of that stuff is hard i'm never work. gonna sleep again i'm never going to sleep again like one of the ones he sent me was like not even a demon it was an angel that was like falling apart as it like did angel types like saved this kid yeah. but just the image because yes. i have an extremely powerful imagination i could see the i couldn't do it i was like i i i need to if i watch more youtube during the day um maybe but not in in the dark i cannot creepy pasta at night no but shout out to marlo because that was scary af so thank you for that i i love (laughs) creepy pasta because it'll be like 
four duds in a row. You're like, this is this is dumb. Yeah. This is dumb. This is dumb. And then you hit that fifth one. You're like, ooh, yeah. Oh, that one was good. Damn, <laughs> I messed up. Awesome. Let me turn some lights on. Yeah. <laughs> just every once in a while, you hit across something and it just bings. Uh, but the, uh, that book, I read through this whole book. This whole book, and I, I mean, it took me a couple days, but it was like in a, like a week's worth. I yeah. was cramming this book down. Get to the end, and the final like epilogue is this author talking about how, uh, you know, how do you know that some place is haunted, and you know, why are you so fascinated with ghosts or whatever? But this this author wrote, um, well, actually, just thinking about ghosts will call them to well, you, no. and uh, you know, if you especially if you do something like. Read about them. It is like two in the morning. I've been reading this book for a week straight. That is so rude. A week straight. That's so and rude. I <laughs> shut that book. I shoved it under the bed, and it might still be there to this day. That is so. That is so rude. So rude. How dare! It was like a horror movie where you get tricked into like summoning the summoning the demon. Yes. Yeah. I was like, how dare you? How do? How dare you? <laughs> Set me up. Make me read this spell out loud. Oh, <laughs> yes. Summon this demon. Terrible. <laughs> but that, I, I I, love those. I feel like ghost stories just seem so universal. They really do. Right? Like you're one step away from being a ghost yourself. Yes. Oh, yes. Because, <laughs> again, it's the idea that this is possible. The realm of possibility. That's why possession movies always get me. Mm. I was raised, I was born and raised in the church. The only reason we don't go now is because the church is closed. It's a pandemic. Right. But like, so yeah, I believe in God, which means I believe in Satan, which means I believe in hell, which means I believe that Satan has minions and they're demons and that they can come and they possess you. So I watch possession movies just like, oh, I'm so stressed out because this could really happen. Like, what if someone in here is possessed right now? Like, I can't. Right. And then I spend the rest of my night, like, looking at everyone skeptically. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that man over there. He looks weird. Maybe he's possessed. Mm, like, sus. I, oh, so sus. I don't know. I recently read a book that was the whole thing up until the end was a ghost story and then the twist was that it was not a ghost and i was angry yeah and i'm not gonna say the name because i don't know what it would be twist. it would be a spoiler um but uh yeah i'm you know what i'm gonna give you a spoiler this was the book that i complained about and you're only gonna know what i'm about to say you're only gonna know if you've already read the book but it was the book where i complained that they it was a haunted house and they only refer to the house as Bainberry Hall. Oh! Oh, 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 Now, later in the book, they do eventually start to call it a house. But 90% of the time, they named the... Side note, if you're writing a haunted house story and your house has a name, cool. But don't forget that you, it's okay to just call it the house. Yeah. Yeah. It was... It's... Yeah. <laughs> like, most of the... Most of what happens in the story, like, most of the setting is mostly just the house. The house. It's okay to call it the house. We don't need the house's name every... Like twice a page, mm, problematic. It's too much. But yeah, it wasn't a fucking good. I wanted to like light the book on fire. I will continue to read that author though because it was a really good book. I do sometimes like <laughs> when something is seems supernatural and has a mundane explanation, mm-hmm. or vice versa. Like, is it a serial killer or is it a mur- you know is it a yeah. ghost? Like, I think that that can be fun sometimes. But again, don't you know? Don't trick me with my whole genre. No, don't trick me with the whole. I mean, it was a good storyline. It was good, whatever. I, I like the book. I'll read that author again. This is the first thing by him I had read. Mm. So I'll read him again because it was good. It was a good enough story that like I enjoy his writing. Right. 
But like, he's only going to hit me twice. Mm-hmm, that's right. You I'm get two get, strikes, you're you out. two strikes. I'm going to read it one more time. If he tell, sends me in one direction, it's not. And I'm okay with twist ending. Yeah. But really, the haunted house wasn't even a haunted house? Man, that's not a good twist. I feel you. It's depressing. All right. I think this was a very good uh, little mini series. This was. And listeners, you'd probably be surprised to know we actually had never had this conversation no, before. No, we just no. decided to talk. Yeah. So sometimes we might do these uh, if we are gearing up for a longer review or if we've had a busy week. But hopefully you enjoyed it. Yeah, and I feel so. free to. And like, find us on social media. And tell yes, us, please. And respond to anything. Tell us what you think horror is or your favorite horror movies. Yes. Yes. And why they were your favorite. That'd be great. That would be. We yeah. love to hear that kind of stuff. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Till next time.